0: It was my last day living the crash pad life in New York. Life had been so full of new experiences. I decided to start the day by getting a haircut across the street at a local barber. I was looking to celebrate one last time before the move. My life was a constant adventure of one last time. That's how I label my kind of drinking. I was a one last time drunk. The thing about one last times is that it grants the golden pass to do what I want to do. Get drunk the way that I want to drink. Balls to the wall, shit-faced. May fall and hit my face. Kind of drunk. That's the thing about one last time. Kind of drinking. It is supposed to reinforce the reasons why it's the one last time. This is how I led my life—a series of celebration. Because who knows? It actually could be the last time. This day celebration happened to be commemorating my time in New York and commencing my new life adventure, moving Aaron back home to California with me. The last couple of months had been a love fairy tale. Boy meets boy, boy falls in love with boy, boy decides to move boy all the way across the United States for love, damn it. Yes, a love so strong built over the course of an eternal two months. I now know the difference between an infatuation of the brain and love of the heart. The brain is crafty that way creating infatuations that feel like love right off the bat but how can you love someone you do not know if you have ever felt it you know what i'm talking about that lightheaded, fuzzy feeling you get when you kiss someone the feeling like your stomach is dropping on a roller coaster roller coaster of love baby this was the feeling i had when i was with aaron that is why i felt like i had to move him across the united states with me We were meant to be together. It was that fairy tale love that Disney put in my head. And I can show you the world, jump on my magic carpet and let's go kind of love. How could Aaron not jump at the chance? I was offering him an escape, something I grew to know of Aaron, always looking for the escape, blaming life's struggle on his current circumstances or the circumstances of the past. I guess that's how a lot of us go through life, really never living in the moment. Never really seeing what is right in front of us. The Four Agreements calls this the maitote. The fog that blinds us from seeing the truth. From seeing each other. Aaron made me feel seen. He was nice to me. Cooked me dinner. I never experienced nice this way before. He would drive to the airport through the snow in a big truck to pick me up from the airport. It was everything I was looking for in my broke back fantasy. Aaron was rugged, a guy's guy, football player in high school in a small town kind of hick simple that I never knew growing up, growing up. It was no wonder I madly fell for Aaron's charm and the smell of Burberry London that followed him. My life was about to change. Our lives were about to change. This is why I was celebrating. Most of my big celebrations and big life changes were often commenced with a haircut and today was to be no different. I often would decide to go full-on Britney Spears with my hair in drunken rages trying to force new beginnings. That's what haircuts mean to me. New beginnings. A chance to start over. That's also the glamour of one last time living. It allows for a lot of new beginnings. It's the story every chronic dieter knows. I'll start tomorrow. I'll be better tomorrow. Tomorrow will be different. I have learned that tomorrow has to start today because tomorrow may never come. Not starting the diet today, but to start living today. To be content in life, in the body, in the experience of now. However, I did not always live like this. On this day I was living in the excitement of the past couple months and in the adventure of the couple months to come. This was a day to celebrate, and what better way to celebrate when in New York City than to see a Broadway play? Tonight's play was to be Mamma Mia and boy was I ready to go again. As I sat in the barber chair singing songs of ABBA flooded my mind. Soon I was looking fresh and ready to roll. I got into the city early and decided to hit my normal stop. A bar at the end of Union Station. That's the thing about New York. The next drink is never too far away. I would go on my own personal pub stroll through the city, letting the booze lead the way. An adventure every time starring Dave and IPA. Tonight's adventure was to be no different. As I went along my crawl, drunker and drunker I got until finally I reached the theater. Fortunately, I was early, and don't you know it? There was another bar right around the corner. To the bar I go to get my last few pre-show drinks. My life was always a race to the booze. Just one more before the show. Just one more before the road. Just one more before the close. I can't count how many times I madly dashed to the local 7-Eleven at home before 2 a.m., something Aaron and I would come to know well in our soon-to-be-home. I don't remember much of the show that night. All I can really remember is coming to during the intermission, where I got a double Jack and Diet Coke before blacking out again for the second act. Mamma Mia, I had done it again.